Dear listeners, are you tired of the endless cycle of fad diets and extreme measures? It's time to wake up to a better weight loss solution with Robody. As someone who's been through the ups and downs of weight loss, I know firsthand the challenge of trying to find what will stick. That's why if I qualified for Robody today, I'd jump at the chance for a scientifically backed program that supports long-term success. With Robody, you'll gain access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market, paired with personalized lifestyle changes. Over 200,000 people have already chosen Row to help them lose weight. Say goodbye to the roller coaster of weight loss dreams and hello to sustainable, real results with Robody. Go to row.co slash snoozecast. Sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Medication costs are separate. That's ro.co slash snoozecast. Snoozecast, the podcast designed to help you fall asleep. On the Snoozecast, we read excerpts from public domain works as well as original stories. We'd like to thank our listeners. If you enjoy our show, please subscribe and share it with a friend. If you have a book or topic idea, please get in touch on our website, snoozecast.com. This program is brought to you by the feeling of warm afternoon sunshine on your skin. Tonight, I'll be reading the snoozy opening chapters from How a Dear Little Couple Went Abroad. This cutesy turn-of-the-century children's book was originally published in 1900 by Mary Dow Brine, a New York-based author who published several works in Harper's Magazine in the 1800s. your eyes. Relax your body into the softness of your bed. Now, take a few deep breaths. Chapter 1. Polly thinks over her surprise. Polly opened her blue eyes one lovely morning in May and found the sun fairies, as she called them, dancing all about her wee bedchamber and telling her in their own bright way that it was high time little girls were up and dressing for breakfast. At first, she was sure she had been having a beautiful dream, for what else could make her feel so happy and so sort of all overish, as if something very nice and unusual had come upon her. 
She was sure she had dreamed that a splendid surprise had happened, and it was something about going away, too. Polly lay still in her little white nest of a bed and thought over her dream, and lo, on a sudden, as she grew more and more awake, the real cause of her new and glad sensations came into her curly head, and she bounced like a little rubber ball right out of bed and danced a wee lively jig on the floor. Why, of course it wasn't a dream. No, indeed. It was a real, oh, as real as Polly Darling herself, and no wonder she had felt so all overish and so glad all inside of her. She sat down on the soft carpet and drew her stockings and shoes on, but it was slow work because Polly was thinking, and she had a great deal to think about, you see. First, oh, how it all came back to her now. First, she remembered that last night after supper, Papa had taken her on his knee and whispered in her ear, Pollybus, how would you like to go with Mama and Papa across the sea for a little trip? And while she was squeezing him almost to pieces by way of answer, Mama had come along and had shaken her finger at Papa as she said, Oh, naughty Papa, the idea of telling Polly that just when she's going to bed, she won't sleep a wink for thinking of it. And Polly remembered jumping down from Papa's knee and going to Mama's side, saying very earnestly, Oh, yes, I will. I truly will, Mama. I'll shut my eyes and think about little lambs jumping over a fence, because Cook says that's the best way to get sleepy, and it worked beautifully on her lots of times. Oh, tried and true, black and blue, I'll go right to sleep, and oh, I'm so happy. And pretty soon after that, the bedtime for little girls had come, and Polly had been kissed and petted a little, as she was usually done after she had snuggled down in bed, and had a little while alone with her dear mama. And then she had tried very hard to keep her promise, and go right to sleep. But oh dear, it had been such hard work to keep those blue eyes shut. No matter how much she thought of the lambs jumping, one after the other, over the imaginary fence, it did not make her the least bit sleepy, and the lambs all seemed to scamper off to Europe as soon as they had jumped the fence, and of course Polly's thoughts had to go flying after them. So, you see, it had really been a long time before the little tired lids had closed over those dear, soft blue eyes, and sleep had really come. But when it did come, you may be sure it was a very sound, sweet sleep, and so when Polly awakened in the morning, it could hardly be wondered at that she thought she had been having a beautiful